The program we are about to present is a report on the gay liberation movement. Betches Media presents Gay, 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 Gay and Lesbian Homosexuals Come Together. Twyla, Twyla, Twyla. Everyone's gay. Bless God and bless the gays. Hi guys, I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is Everyone's Gay. The gay podcast where... We're both gay. We're both gay. It's mostly about porn and, you know. That's not true. I know. I'm joking, obviously. Have you met me? No, I have never. I saw a hilarious video today Mm. because, okay, do you believe in astrology stuff? Not slightly. Okay. I don't either, but sometimes I do. But you know when someone like tells you something and you're like, oh, that is so like me. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't believe anything. If it's bad, I'm like, that's so stupid. Mm -hmm. I mean... I, I think if maybe if someone goes down to like the upteenth of it, like, you know, like your moon sign and your star rising or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck they say. And it's like, cause there's just so many people in this world. We all, everyone born on the same day can't well, be Well, that's the same. why you can have like, there's an app called CoStar and it, it gives you your thing based on the like exact time. And location. Does it do location? Yeah. It's like crazy. Cause like, it's like different people are on different axis and whatever. Yeah. I saw I a video know. though and it was like, dating a tourist is like and it's like this guy that's actually really hot um but everything he said i was like oh my god that is exactly everything that i've ever said Mm. and it was very funny i did was watching the new episode of the kardashians um and they're in bali and kim and chloe are looking to go to like healers and shit i saw kim put up a fucking ridiculous slew of photos they were being like a little culturally insensitive when they were like talking about it shocker um, but when they finally got to like the medium that they wanted, they were like, this guy looks when they saw, when they went to the second one, they were like, this guy looks the part. He's definitely going to like give a, he's like the beard and the top knot. Like he's got it all. And then like, I don't know. It felt weird. She also Anyways. went to the long Island medium. Yeah. Then they went to the medium. They didn't like tie to the medium too. And they're, and like my problem with it is that they're both highly Googleable. So like, I don't know how much stake i have in it but i am more like i didn't even think about that i am more likely to believe in like medium stuff than astrology stuff i believe in mediums and stuff because i think people could like operate on like higher other frequencies you know Um, what i mean yeah like this video the guy just kept being like i know i don't have any money but i had to buy this because it was gucci and (laughs) self-care i just want to cuddle do we have to have sex i just want to cuddle i'm just gonna buy this for myself self-care and he just kept on like talking about cuddling and self-care and he's like i don't know i feel like maybe we should do what i said that we should do (laughs) and i was like oh my god this is very much like me wait what video was this it was what dating a Taurus is like oh just some random meme video random meme video yeah okay that's fine uh if you are the person behind it you're very hot and also there you go reach out to us at everyone's gay <laughs> i don't know if you are gay i'm gonna assume not because i find really? you attractive oh you know mm-hmm. um that's a cross that you bear so we said this last week we have these fucking dope t-shirts that are out now they're on shopbetches.com and it's you can go you can get them at betches.co slash everyone's gay tea. That's betches.co without the M at the end. Mm-hmm. And so fun offer that we're doing now is everyone's gay listeners gets a discount code. How do you get a discount code? You have to take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast right now. Then tag us on Instagram in your Insta story. And then we will DM and respond said discount code 
Oh, how nice is that? That's such an easy bargain. I mean, it's really easy. All you, it's literally gonna take you three seconds. Not even. And then you know, it's you get some. I know how you homos are quick on the Insta. You can do it in, in five seconds or less. Yeah. Talk about my ex-husband, huh? Talk about my ex-husband, right? <laughs> Talk about a ball buster. Okay. So another quick housekeeping thing. We were on the Hot Mess Comedy Hour podcast, and it just came out this past Wednesday, and it was a lot of fun. So go check that out. There's more content nice there. gals, funny gals. Yeah. And make sure you stick around. Um, we had Thomas Whitfield back on the podcast. He was on a few, like a couple months ago, I guess. Yeah, the hot doctor. The hot doctor. And we're calling him our gay wellness correspondent because he's gives us a lot of wellness. Yeah, and he can give me wellness. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> and we talk a lot about some very interesting shit. And then we'll have a listener question who is battling some daddy issues. Lucky for you. Mm-hmm. Lucky for me. I got all these daddy issues of that's oh. a Demi Lovato song. Mm-hmm. So if she would like to send a season to Cess, she can reach out to me directly on Instagram. Have you heard the new Taylor Swift song? Yes, <laughs> I have. So backing it up a little bit when I was with, before it was coming out, there was so much fucking hype. She was like, she's been teasing it for months. She always does this. Um, also I'm not loving the aesthetic of the pastels. It seems it's okay. I thought I was going to get something crazy. Yeah. So the rumor was like leading up to it that she was going to come out as bisexual, which would have been great. It would have been insane. It would have been like a crazy story. I mean, it wouldn't have been that crazy. I feel like if Taylor Swift came out as bisexual, I'd be like, well, <laughs> that's what I was out at. I was out at a bar. And I went home because Kay, our social media Kay was the one that also kept texting me being like, Taylor Swift's coming out at midnight. And I was like, well, I'm out with my friends, but I should probably go home just in case Taylor Swift comes out and I need to like (laughs) do something for work about it. And uh, so I went, I left the bar, went home, sat around, then laid in bed on my phone till midnight to watch a fucking Taylor Swift music video, which she does not come out as bisexual. At all. No. Nothing happens. Yeah, I mean, and it's also featuring Brendan Uri or Yuri from Panic at the Disco. Who is like pansexual? Um, he's hot as hell, though. Also, he seems little. It's just crazy. He does, but it's just it's just crazy that the guy from Panic at the Disco is on the Taylor Swift. Well, that's why everyone (laughs) thought that she was gonna like come out because they were like, oh, there's no reason he would be on this other Mm -hmm. than the fact that she's coming out. Like, I mean, I love Panic at the Disco when I was in, like, middle school and when it came out. Like, I that's not shade. Did. I but, didn't like, realize that there was a homo in the midst. I just didn't know. I, I know he was on Kinky Bit. bit kinky Bits. <laughs> Wasn't that, like, recently? Yeah. Is Panic at the Disco still a band? I think so. They didn't, I think they had a song. But the thing is, every time I try and think of a song of theirs, I imagine myself, like, in a school bus or, like, listening to it on a Discman or, like... None of none of the times I picture myself listening to Panic at the Disco am I a, an adult person. Yeah, I never let. He was like one of those. Panic at the Disco was like one of those like forty bands that everyone listened to in high school that uh-huh. sounded exactly the like same. Fall Out Boy, Boys Like Girls, yeah, Ameri- uh, All American Rejects. There's so many, and yeah. all of my friends were like, you know, the ones that loved the different ones. Quote on, I'm doing air quotes yeah. as I'm speaking. Um, it's absurd. And I remember being like My best friend She like growing up Would listen to all of them And think she was so 
different and I remember being so mad and being like they all sound exactly the fucking same I don't understand and then she got grounded when we were in high school and missed the boys like girls concert uh-huh. and I took her ticket and went even though I didn't care uh, because I was happy that she got grounded because she lied to me about but, something so well so she deserved it yeah it was kind of my fault actually but <laughs> oops she was sneaking boys out and her mom was like is Kate sneaking boys out I was like I don't know check the security cams <laughs> <laughs> you bitch <laughs> that's hilarious um but do you like the song how do you feel um it's fine it's fine it gets stuck in my head which doesn't necessarily mean i like it that was taylor swift texting us yeah to he was like you assholes but the thing is ta- all of, most of taylor swift's lead singles are not the best of it's the what does she say that you never find another like me that's the best part. <laughs> the speaking part at the beginning, I want to use what in a, a lip sync number, but that's it. What about the part when she's like, hey, kids, spelling is fun. <laughs> that's a real sign. Lyric from it. I know. I don't get it, though. I don't either. I don't get it. Does she go? I, and like, Boy, I didn't know that. <laughs> she spells fun. What does she spell? Know me. I don't know. I, I, the thing is, that part doesn't get stuck in my head at all. It feels like a child song, kind of. It, it does. I, I, even I, the beginning yeah. when they're like yelling in French inexplicably. She's also like, like not a child yes, anymore. Yes, we can. Yeah, <laughs> she's also like not a child anymore. She's a grown woman. She needs to make a decision. With the snake slithering in the beginning, I was like, okay, we're gonna get something. Cool. I liked the dark stuff. I thought that was fun. Me too. That's why when I thought we were getting a snake, she did like a whole three sixty and is like light as a fucking feather. 180 whatever 180 she did a whole 360 that she spun One time someone twice. corrected me on that and i was like god i'm so stupid and i just relished in the moment that i could I correct feel someone that else stupid because i use 360 the all the time at work. i was like we need to present this in a 360 way on video on social that's me working <laughs> um i say 90 like 90 degrees <laughs> I like the band 98 Degrees. No, that like was Like a um, 90 degree angle. Thank you. Yeah. High school. So we were just, um, I saw you yesterday. We, well, yes, we had a long day yesterday. We had a long, we had to spend a whole day together yesterday. We were filming a video. I had we'll soon a lot of see. outfits. A lot of outfit changes. I was wearing a fucking uh, waist trainer all goddamn mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And so. I was going to die. <laughs> so you guys will check, be able to see that video when it comes out. I think it's coming out mid-may like may around may ugh, i know the i know the exact date but i just don't remember off the top of my head um and uh <laughs> we had to get the last shot in a hotel room so we booked a hotel room and the thing about this was we had an issue with checking in it was not the easiest process i don't want to go like too yeah, much we're not gonna drag them but i did drag them like off air and i <laughs> and i will again but so yeah, we were checking in about an hour late, and then to no fault of ours. And then we were got went in, got what we needed. It was a nice room, heated bathroom, heated bathroom, bathroom floor. floor. Yeah, that was nice. Um, and <laughs> we had to check out, and it was giving so much. Me and Maya, we so had to check out like forty five minutes after we checked. Chris was in. having such severe anxiety because our check in process was a little bit contentious. Yes. <laughs> he was like, "I need to go." I was like, "I can't deal with talking to these people." And explaining because I, we told them we were there for the night when really we were only there for like an hour because we didn't mm-hmm. know if actually, I don't know why we lied, but yeah, <laughs> it's just easier to be like, yeah, I just didn't feel like explaining ourselves and like, whatever. And uh, so Chris is like, refuses to come with us to check out. Uh, I was Meanwhile, I'm in full drag. They both are not. 
Well, why would I be in full drag? No, but the story, like, to you, p- for a picture of this, <laughs> as the hotel clerk, this is all she was seeing, was me in drag in a wig. And so me and, my, me and Jess here are like, we'll just, we just won't hotel. say anything. And then we come down and they're like, wow, that was quick. And, and so, I was the only one that didn't talk to the hotel clerks at all. Cause I was just like, <laughs> so we walk it. out and I was like, well, you know, he just didn't like the room. <laughs> and then we left. And I, I just thought it was funny. And now it haunts me that these people think that I'm like a mm-hmm. diva that checked into. I basically sold you a out fancy for no hotel reason. room for a night. And then was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> She didn't like the room. And money was no issue. And it was no issue. <laughs> I feel like rich people probably do that. They probably go into hotels, shower, and leave. Yeah, but those people will forever remember me for that. Well, and that's you know nice. what? I hope they know who I am. Because yeah. they do now. Yeah. So we want to talk about this new... Before um, Tommy comes on, we wanted to talk about this new article that just came out by GQ. Pretty fast and loose with the word article. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's an article, but it's stupid. <laughs> it's called, Why is Ice Coffee So Gay? LOL. This article, people are dying all over the world. So, okay, I'm sure we're all aware that there's been this memes and tweets and jokes about the, iced coffee in, the, in gay culture. Which are funny. Which I are like funny. them. I think they're fun. It's fine. I have an issue whenever someone is like, whenever someone makes jokes that's like, Gay culture is ex. Gay culture is drinking iced coffee in negative fifty degree weather. Anytime someone phrases a gay culture, I think it's a. It's a, like a weak joke. Yeah, like come up with something new and clever at this point. Like, I mean, the, so the original meme this was based on, at least this article, and also like one that everyone knows was we had a winter snowstorm in New York. It was like snowing a lot, and they posted the a picture. Vortex. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And they posted a photo of some guy walking through Midtown. Uh, and the article was about the polar vortex, but he was grasping an iced coffee in yeah. the polar vortex. And so then everyone started calling him like the gay icon of the polar vortex, even though no one knows who he is, even though he did look exactly like Gus Kenworthy. That's all I'm saying. Gus Kenworthy comment retweeted it and said something about it. He does look just like him. Does he? I thought so. Well, he, I mean, and then I feel like for a while there's been this like, like j- slew of jokes about gay is a nice coffee, which is yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> this article comes out. It's really interesting. It's also a New York thing. I think drinking iced coffee all year round. Yeah. I think, well, or not even a New York thing. It's like a people in their twenties thing to drink iced coffee. Twenties. I mean, you know. it's not like you, there's, you don't not drink cold beverages in the winter. It's not like you stop drinking cold water. Yeah, or I don't like, heat up my water. You like or like your fucking Coca Cola or whatever it is. Yeah. Except I do do that. I do drink warm Coca Cola. That's just because I enjoy it. That's bizarre as hell. But so, um, they asked this guy, um, who works at BuzzFeed. And he said, I think the joke was sort of originated as gays drinking iced coffee in the winter. Like gays will do ridiculous things. And there's something so counterculture about drinking an iced coffee during the winter. Hot coffee is so norm core. Like it's for dads and old people commuting on the train. Like what? It, it's a sign of resisting the homogenization. I can't. What? It's just a fucking drink. Everything's not a fucking political stance. And you know what? I drink hot coffee sometimes You're too. You're literally drinking I'm hot coffee at this moment. literally drinking hot coffee as we're speaking. And you know what? I wish there was fucking hazelnut coffee made to put in it. 
okay? I Call me a, a mom. Call me a fucking human being. I'm not just thinking about doing Molly and dancing in clubs all the time. Uh, just it go- kidding. It goes on to that. say, Ice Coffee has become a queer avatar and a way for people... A way for gay people to signpost themselves against the uniformity of heterosexuality. This is is talking about like straw grasping. Signposting is when like people would like you like in the 1800s and 1900s would like use like specific things like they'd wear like a pinky ring or put like bandanas in their pockets to like signify that they were a homo when it wasn't as like out and about. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So now that's what that's what this was saying. Uh, so I just think it's weird. I think it's I like think it's funny. Like I guess to make jokes about it. I honestly think it's weak. I think it's. I think. It, do you want to read the last line? That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Okay. This is the conclusion of the essay, or whatever essay. It's even in a small, deliciously caffeinated way, a form of active rebellion against homogenization and the commodification of queerness. Iced coffee gives queer people power. It is, to put it bluntly, gay as fuck. The combination of using the words homogenization, commodification of queerness, just like makes, just emphasizes the fact that this person, I feel like they've, were like googling words and then looking up the synonyms it's just a it's just like a f- cluster of fuck i don't understand i think that iced coffee is not taking a political stance i can think of a lot of straight people that like iced coffee i think it's funny i think it's the memes are hilarious you know, the article is not fine. necessary do gay men drink more iced coffee than straight men? I don't know. I don't know. Do I want a fountain of cold brew at my wedding Sunday? Yes. yes of course. I love iced coffee. I was but reading. <laughs> I was literally, literally, I was reading this article preparing for this podcast and walked out and got iced coffee because it made me want it. This is making me want a cold brew so bad. Yeah. And I'm stuck drinking this hot air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's weird to, gen- I just hate generalizations yeah. so much. Of any kind, of any minority, it's like, you know, I don't, you know, like how, like what people associate with black people or associate with brown people or, you know what I mean? Stereotypes. Stereotypes, stereotypes, man. They fucking piss me off. And no matter what form they take. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I just think this article is not necessary. Mm -mm. And they're saying, they're saying that maybe it's, maybe gay people just like it because it's, an oral fixation. A lot of people have oral fixations. I do have an oral fixation. Gay straight. But that has nothing to do with being gay. I don't think it does. Right? Does it? I don't know. I don't think it does. I was never breastfed. But they were saying how it is sexier if you're like single and flirting with a straw than if you're drinking with a hot See, cup See, I of disagree. I feel like a guy drinking a cup of hot black coffee is that like. Is sexy. Like, so sexy. You're right. That is sexy. And they're also saying like you, this way you can be more mobile, like because it's covered and you you can like still look up and you can still do things. It is ridiculous. Phone. That's like the uh, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They put wine in empty soda cans mm-hmm. to maintain mobility, <laughs> and it's like supposed to be a joke. Yeah, I don't know. I just hate generalizations yeah. of any kind. But a man in like a nice pea coat, crew neck sweater. Drinking a hot cup of coffee, his golden retriever sitting next to him mm-hmm. on his 200 acres of apple farm. Come on my face. 
Preferably at your apple farm. <laughs> that would be so nice. Apple orchard, I suppose, is the word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess so. It Whatever. is, for sure. I'm from upstate. We're known for our orchards. Okay. Well, stick around. We have our dope interview with Thomas, Thomas Whitfield. Whitfield. We call him Tommy. I don't know what he prefers. I call him my f- next ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a haircut. I know you can't see it, but, but it's, it's cute. Good. It's cute. I like it. All right. BRB. <sighs> Guys, we just um, got uh, through an argument, Brian and I, uh, and I don't want to bring it up in front of the kids, but anyway, I'll be doing the intro. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Whitfield, our dear friend, is back with us today. He's officially, we've called him our gay wellness correspondent and i like it isn't that a great time yeah, you like here, it i'm here for it okay cool because yeah. we have a lesbian correspondent and now we have a gay wellness who's the correspondent. lesbian correspondent darren carp okay she's the um she's a bravo lady she's she's andy cohen's assistant yeah. most famously she does more than that though. but she does more than that martinis she's, and murder we don't need to plug her shit yeah she's not here so we're not gonna plug um, her shit we're gonna plug your Thomas, shit yes i Thank saw you andy cohen at the gym today too oh my god really yeah. Yeah, I see Big him day around. For you. I mean, I was more excited about Larissa Olenek. Yeah. However, Andy yeah. Cohen was. You there. guys missed it, but he also saw the girl from Ten Things I Hate About You and Alex Mack at the gym. And I was more excited about that than I was probably appropriate. Do you see Andy Cohen at the gym all the time? I feel like every gay man I talk to that lives. I see Andy Cohen all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he's always walking his dog through the village. Yeah. And, like he's he's out and about a lot. He goes out. I saw him at Julius. I saw him out at a bar in Fire Island. He's just out and about. I feel like Game Fire Island would be interesting. I think he's more famous among straight white women than gay men. Like, I'm sure gay men know who he is, but he's not like people don't like yeah. iconicize or whatever it is him. I think he it's like an age thing and he's just cruising. Mm-hmm. So he's just yeah. walking around on the streets all the time. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to figure out that grinder app. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Also, it's probably imagine like talking to someone on Grindr and then like show face mm-hmm. and they'd be like, it's Andy Cohen. Oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what his house is like in Fire Island. I don't know. I think he has one. I assume so. I assume. I'm sure it's nice. He's not doing like a 16 bedroom split with that. Maybe he rents a whole house. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah, he, like him and his pals have to divvy it up and yeah. take all the groceries from the mainland. Yeah. So what's new, Thomas? What's going on? Um, I am like deep into my dissertation uh-huh. i just turned in my full draft to my full committee at 3 a.m on tuesday morning I, I got to work at 8 a.m and ended up just sitting at my desk for 19 hours to make all of the final edits so i could send it to oh them god. oh my god how many pages is it 160 jesus fucking christ 160 pages of written smart people stuff <laughs> yeah it's all dense like there's no there's hardly any personality mm-hmm. whatsoever in it it's it's a lot i got a little teary-eyed actually when i printed it off though because i like held it and i was like i did this yeah, i, I wrote a yeah. dissertation i was like this is heavy <laughs> this yeah. like feels like a book well that is the it, length of like a book right if you yeah. printed it as yeah. a book it's like 300 pages well of a book. when you see something on a computer it's much different you know that was mm-hmm. like this you like you said, you felt the weight of it. Also, you got a haircut. I did get a haircut. I love I it. Chopped it all off. It looks great. Thank you. Did it feel freeing? Um, I don't know. He used to have very long hair, know. right? Yeah, I feel like yeah. you had a you had a long. Yeah, you had yeah. Long it was hair. very. It was like down to like the middle of my back. Almost. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! 
Um, you know, I was really afraid cutting it off, actually, that I was going to miss it because it took me over four years to grow it out. Mm. And I was like, okay, because I'm, it's very short now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I was like, well, it's gone. Well, yeah, it, it didn't bother me. Um, I was just over it. Yeah. I just started getting, finding myself getting frustrated with lot, it. And I was like, I'm ready to, to cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is showering so much easier now? Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. That's how my hair is getting long and it's not even that long. And I'm like, I can't wash it. It's too long. It takes too long. And I think it's more difficult for guys when they have longer hair only because we don't grow up with long hair generally. Mm-hmm. So like you don't grow up learning how to style it or blow dry it yeah. or whatever. Um, and so that was something that I was like having to learn how to do. Which is just, like, I don't have fucking time for Like, I don't have an hour to blow dry my hair and, like, (laughs) brush it and put crap in it. Yeah, that's, I almost cut it off today, actually. But then I was too lazy to do that. So here we are. Did you dye it black again after it was blonde? No. You just grew out the blonde? I shaved off the blonde and then let it grow back. Okay, because I feel like you were blonde, like, a minute ago. It's been a while. Has it? It's been, like, a year. Oh, fuck. You've been blonde more recently than I have. Really? Yeah, you're right. I do miss being blonde, though. I do and I don't. I noticed that when I dye my hair... Well, I was in a relationship, so it didn't matter. But when I dyed my hair pink... (laughs) When I dyed my hair pink... Humble brag. I was not able to pick people up. Yeah, Mm. see, I don't care about that as much as I do when I look in the mirror. And I'm like, I look amazing. Even if no one else thinks... I thought it looked amazing. I thought it looked really cool. Yeah, But, but guys, you're right. But, like... I was out. I was like not getting the attention that I usually get because of <laughs> internalized homophobia. You know. Yeah, they hated the pink. <laughs> Maybe I just look terrible. I thought it looked cool. So Brian had to shave it all off oh, and start from scratch. And again, this is a fucking stupid conversation. There is. Well, <laughs> hang on. There is this Instagram account. This guy. It's unicorn something Uh i think if you google like unicorn hair um i think maybe he works for manic panic or something i'm not Mm. sure but the hair that he does is fucking insane oh he does other people's hair. yeah he does other Mm. people's hair i think he lives in australia uh he's like an ambassador for whatever company it is but like the hair that he does on these people just has like all this color and like when you move it around it's like translucent Mm -hmm. and like oh it's so cool. cool this is another tangent I don't understand the word hair and hairs when you use it plurally or singularly. It's weird when you say someone's hair, you're talking about their whole head of hair. But then when they cut a few strands off, their hairs are everywhere. But when you say, did they color their own hairs? I don't know, man. I don't think I ever say hairs. I don't think I do either. It's weird. Who says their Unless hairs I were to say, everywhere. like, I have a couple hairs on my knee. Yeah. The that's... English language is weird, man. This is my stoner talk. I'm well, sorry. you can be like, uh, there's hairs. When I say like, oh, there's a lot of hairs in the sink, it's because it's multiple people's hair. Mm. Did he dye other people's hair or did he dye other people's <laughs> this hairs? This is so stupid. I'm sorry. Let's keep <laughs> but you know, you never <laughs> know. For those of you that are still with us. <laughs> we can cut it out if you want. This was just no. what I was started thinking about. <laughs> I just realized it dawned on me that it was a stupid it conversation. A stupid conversation. <laughs> um, so, Semantics. thank you. Thank you. So we want to talk about this study that was published in the American Journal of Sexuality and Education about sex ed. And Tommy, you were used to teach sex ed, right? Is that true? Um, so I taught the psychology of human sexuality at okay. Hunter College, mm-hmm. um, which was essentially sex ed for adults. On mm-hmm. steroids. Yeah, pretty much. 
Um, it was like a class of 120 um, and me teaching them about sex every week. It was actually awesome. I wow. really, really mm-hmm. loved it. Um, but, you know, I was I was surprised about a lot of the stuff that, like, the students just don't know. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, not even knowing their own, like, basic anatomy. Yeah. Um, or understanding, like, the process of someone getting pregnant. Um, but I also tried to make it, like, as inclusive as possible. So we talked a lot about, like, LGBTQ yeah. issues. Well, that's what this thing was saying was that, you know... A lot of schools, so in the in the United States, there are seven states that have laws prohibiting the promotion of homosexuality in classroom. Those states are Alabama, Arizona, Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Carolina, and Texas. Those all sound right. Um, <laughs> Sounds like what you would expect. So, I'm surprised the, by Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes people don't realize they need to explicitly make laws. You know what I mean? About things until mm. it's just like, someone needs to do it and then when someone's like fuck that wasn't a law then you're like that's crazy well there's also no federal law or federal guideline for mm-hmm. states and sex yeah. education at all it's left entirely up to the states mm-hmm. of what it is that they want to teach mm. that's crazy so it's like depending on whichever state you're in that's what education you get is that yeah i feel like that's true across everything it's like how some people in the south learn that the civil war was about states rights versus Federal rights. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So Alabama actually even goes further and they require only negative information on sexual orientation. Alabama, South Carolina, and Texas, these three states. Yeah. yeah. um, One of those, I believe, Texas, um, the only time that they're allowed to talk about homosexuality at all is if it's within the context of HIV. What? And basically like promoting and it has to be negative so it's promoting the idea that like yeah if you are gay you're going to get hiv and hiv is going to kill you jesus christ well it was and it also says here that in alabama's law it says classes must emphasize in a factual manner and from a public health perspective that homosexuality is not a lifestyle acceptable to the general public and that homosexual conduct is a criminal offense under the laws of the state is that true is that true i mean i, I guess it says it um it, uh, it may not be anymore i think it's federal i don't know yeah i'm not i'm actually not sure about that there are still s- like sodomy laws um, on the book somewhere so they could be making a reference to that yeah however like a sodomy law includes like oral sex and anal sex for heterosexuals too yeah. so like it's bullshit like yeah i don't i could be incorrect but i don't think that anyone actually goes like is charged with crimes of mm-hmm of that nature in the United States. I mean, yeah. obviously other places like they're fucking killing gay people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like it could, like it could be worse than this, but like this is pretty shitty for like a Westernized civilization. Yeah. yeah. So when you were teaching was, what was the question that just like really kind of blew your, blew your mind that you, that they didn't weren't educated on yet. Um, What blew my mind? I would, you know, I I think the anatomy stuff was probably the the biggest. Like, what does that mean? Like, um, like not understanding like external and internal like geni- genitalia, like the names of things and the functions of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always kind of surprising to me because everybody has these. Yeah, and like, yeah. how is it that we don't know like how our own bodies function? Like, whether it's used for sex or not for sex, or like, how do we just like why are people not 
telling us from a very young age yeah like i grew up thinking that like pee came out of my penis and poop came out of my butt and like that was it that's yeah. totally true though that's kind of i mean that I... is true i was not wrong <laughs> there was just you know more information if that's not happening for you you should probably go to a doctor yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put that out there uh i would actually say that one of the things that probably surprises me the most and i think it has to do with teaching in new york like there's the questions but then there's also the amount of things that students just like want to share mm. so i have had multiple um girls in class be like i was raped by x y and z and it's affected me in this and this way wow Wow. that is a new york thing i think yeah yeah um so stuff like that always kind of surprises me because people just love to disclose yeah so they were saying that's crazy that is crazy they were saying also that because i guess there's not a lot of like for gay people, when growing up, there's not a lot of sex ed that's geared towards them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had no idea how anything happened. I didn't even know how men and women had sex. Like, even in sex ed, they didn't, like, teach us how people have sex. And I remember this girl, we, like, camped together, and she was like, I'll tell you, like, I'll teach you. I'll tell you what sex is. And it was, like, me and my other friend and her, like, sitting in the woods. And she was, like, explaining what sex was and was like... And I was probably like nine and she was like, and the man puts his penis in the girls. And I was like, boobs. <laughs> and she's like, no, that's something else. Well, I just also remember, I remember when I was in like fourth grade or something or fifth grade and all the girls were taking out of the class to go watch a video and the boys had to like stay and like do some work or some shit. We did that too. We like went into separate places and we, did like alternating things. We had, we had a conversation and it was like, so like, it wasn't about like puberty or anything. It I don't even know what it was about. Like I, it, and I remember the girls came back and they're all like, <laughs> and they were like, it involved a pancake. And I was like, what, I don't know what you're talking about? <laughs> Apparently, there was a pancake in the video. They used it as like a metaphor for what? I have no. I still to this day. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck was the If anyone knows what I'm talking about, please let me know. I wonder if they were trying to do something that's like, these are the ingredients. And when you mix them together, you get a pancake. This is how a baby's made. Oh, maybe. Because you put like an egg in pancake and like you, there's batter. (laughs) I wonder. Yeah. (laughs) I wish every time that people had sex, pancakes were made. That would be delicious. (laughs) That would be amazing. I'd have more sex. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if. Like more morning sex, especially if people, if men, if boys and girls did those things together, it would make them more understandable to each other. I think, uh, I think that would be great. And I think that that is what should be happening. Mm -hmm. It's actually in the Netherlands. They start teaching sex education in like kindergarten. Um, and then they get sex education all the way through high school, but it's like set up for each for each age so Mm. it's it's like appropriate for the age so i think in kindergarten they start learning about consent but Uh. they do it in the way of like do you want to give someone a hug do they want a hug this is how you ask someone if they would like a hug yeah this is like you know think about when you give a hug like where should your hands go how might it make you feel if they weren't there so they like start to bring in these ideas of just like respecting other people's bodies at a really young age. Mm. And then in early grade school, they're able to like name all of the anatomy. And then they later start to learn like the functions 
And in the Netherlands, they're, um, since they've been doing this, their rate of like STIs and unplanned pregnancy has like gone way down. Wow. It's like some of the lowest well, in the world. Don't they say that like when you teach abstinence, more you're more likely to get pregnant? Yeah. So abstinence only education. Um, there are, I believe, three main types of education in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like abstinence, abstinence plus, and then there's like inclusive yeah um so abstinence only sex education means that they only tell you not to have sex basically they don't really tell you how to protect yourself from stis they don't tell you how to not get pregnant because giving that information would like give you information on how to have sex and not have negative consequences Mm -hmm. so they just teach like god doesn't want you to have sex which and, is you hilarious. Know. Which is true. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, abstinence-only sex education. Like, I mean, the kids are going to have sex. Gay, straight. Like, they're going to. Like, everybody starts to experiment when they're yeah. younger. And if you don't understand what could potentially get you an STI or HIV or get you pregnant, yeah. like, you're going to engage in those behaviors and then shit's going to happen and you're going to be like, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, well, they were saying there's a hep A spike in New York yeah. happening right now because for God knows whatever reason, there is. <laughs> so um, so hep A is transmitted via like fecal matter. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Which is the worst one? The See? worst hep. Um, I feel like they're all pretty bad. What does it do? I don't know. It doesn't sound good. I didn't look up the <laughs> symptoms. I mean, most people are vaccinated. For oh, them. really? Yeah, yeah. Most people are vaccinated. Um, some of them are series. Some of them are just like one shot. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've I, gotten the Hep C vaccination. That's one they give away. I'm honestly not sure. Like, I don't know a ton about hepatitis. I know Pamela Anderson has hepatitis. That's also what I know. <laughs> she has Hep C. So does Tommy Lee. Oh, right. I have watched that doc. I watched that Netflix film about Tommy Lee and the, the I don't remember what the band's called. What's the band called? Poison. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Oh, yes. Poison is uh, Brett Michaels. <laughs> no, it was is great. that wrong? Was I didn't watch the documentary, but I definitely watched their sex tape. Oh, really? Oh, me too. Is his dick that big? Yes. I don't remember. It's like long. You know who has a great sex tape is Colin Farrell. I have what? seen parts of. Oh, Colin I've Farrell's. seen that too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> acting like I haven't seen what? it. What? I've seen. Oh it. yeah. He yeah. doesn't have. A, he has like an average penis too. He's hot though. I guess. Oh, I thought he had a. I thought he. Had I a thought nice it was dick. great. I don't remember. Yeah. I guess I don't remember. I thought it was really. like a good size. And I don't know what averages like for you, too. Queen. Oh, I. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was only like ten inches. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Full disclosure. It's high screen. Um, foot or less get out of here but bringing it back to like sex education do you know anything about like learning about gay things when you're a kid if you're gay versus like if you say you say you're gay and you only learn about like straight sex so the thing is is like sex ed is starting to become more inclusive in different places so what that means for things to be inclusive is that like they are talking about homosexuality as being a thing as Mm -hmm. well as heterosexuality and treating it like it's just something that's normal and Mm. it's fine and like some people are gay so again just like presenting the information without having like an ulterior motive um and then allowing people to kind of like come to their own conclusions um and the thing is is like i don't know i'm from michigan the sex that i had was terrible but like definitely nothing about being gay yeah um 
And I mean, gay men are at a higher risk for STIs and HIV. Like the rates are just higher among that population. Is that because and, it's easier as a man to get an STI than a woman or just because gay men have more sex? Um, so I think it's a mix of all of that. So gay men do have more sex um, and also just like anal sex in general. There's usually some sort of tearing like may not may not be a fissure may not be something you actually feel. Um, but there's like, oh, you feel it. I'm <laughs> oh, bitch, shut the fuck unless, up. unless it's Colin Farrell, then you don't. <laughs> Um, so there's like micro tears and that can allow, um, easier transmission of things like STIs. Um, and it it is just more prevalent within, within the community. Mm -hmm. And I mean, gay men do have like, just objectively do have more sex than (laughs) heterosexual people with a, with a larger number of people and different partners. (laughs) And I was in fire Island this weekend. Um, opening whatever and opening that but opening the house (laughs) my boyfriend's house opening andy's house and there's always there's always this one party that kicks off the season is it already by your island season it just they kicked it off the stress out already and well it's me girl (laughs) hey anyways um they have this party and it's like in this big fucking house it's like on the bay and I was like, you know, I've never really like walked around this house, gotten a tour. I was talking to some like random person who's like who rented there? it before. Some guy who rents it out to like party people. Um, he has like two houses there. I know his name. I'm not going to tell you. Is it like an, a huge house? It's a gigantic house. I'm sure like if you've gone to a house party in Fire Island Pines, you've probably been there. Mm. Um, and so I was going up and he was like showing us the rooms <laughs> and we walk in and there were these two dudes that were like just standing there like talking and then i look over and there's this guy on the bed with his like shirt all the way unbuttoned and just like rubbing his stomach i'm like that's weird and then like just other random people standing around and then we were like oh hi because these two guys that were standing just like stared at us as we walked in me and my friend and the guy giving us the tour of who's rented it and um he's like welcome to the the sexy room. This is the fun room. And we're like, oh, okay. There's a Chris size hole in the door. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fun. He's like, he's like, oh, we're just, oh. and then I think my friend was like, yeah, we're just like, we've never seen the whole house before. So we're just looking around and he's like, oh, well, this is where this kind of thing happens. And he like pulled the guy's pants down and just started blowing him. And we were like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I really love these curtains. <laughs> and then <laughs> that would have been me been like, oh, but the square footage in here is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And we just, then we left, but yes, that's just to uh, gay men are more promiscuous. I have not been to Fire Island in years. Oh, really? It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. I go all the time, um, but my experience is much different than a lot of people's because I start drinking at like eleven and I smoke weed when I wake up, and so I do all those things too. I, I'm like, that I'm, sounds like everyone's experience. <laughs> no, but at the Fire thing Island. is, then but then I fall asleep, and then I lay on the beach in the sun and I pass out by like eight thirty nine o'clock. And then I wake up and I do it all over again. And it's great, but I'm never up and about for all the the sexy times. Mm. I don't know if I've ever been to Fire Island and not blacked out. <laughs> or like, or like it's it a week did a hard brown out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's more like it. Um, I've yeah. never not cried on that ferry back just from like <laughs> that's not true. depletion. Of you had everything. a fun weekend with me <laughs> just from being depleted. Um, <laughs> so some quick facts that I got, I pulled about this, about sex ed. Um, LGBTQ people who perceived their sex ed program 
that they didn't ha- it was high that it was highly heteronormative and exclusive of sex education they had greater levels of anxiety depression and suicide risk people who did get an lgbtq had fewer and then you know gay people are more likely to commit suicide and attempt it yeah so those uh, are the facts so yeah so from the trevor project so a study like that is is taking like two groups of gay people, one that got um, like gay affirmative sex education yeah. or um, inclusive, and then a group that didn't, and comparing those two groups. I would be curious to know like the if they were to compare like within the groups of the heterosexual people at that same place as these like other gay people that didn't get it. I'd be curious to look at like a comparison between that as well. Mm. Um, well how- that's what they were saying. They showed great that the people who did not get it had more anxiety depression right but they're comparing two groups of gay people with that oh the the way that that study i mean generally with a research study they're comparing two groups of people and it sounds like with this study my guess would be they compared two groups of gay people one that got gay for affirmative at sex education Uh one that didn't and what i'm saying is like i would be curious to see Mm. a comparison between like heterosexual people that didn't get that where like gay stuff was not included compared to like the gay people that got it where it wasn't included to see if they also had like if depression maybe had to do with like also the area that they live in which is not to say that like this isn't i mean this is i'm you know i'm sure that like a lot of this stuff is very true um that's one thing about reading like research stuff though is it can often be like what are what are they actually talking about like what, what group do they actually use um but yeah so there's i mean there's obviously a lot of stigma when you're younger about being gay yeah and like if being gay is not being talked about in your sex ed like how are you learning about sex like we talked about porn the last time that i was on probably a lot from porn probably from just having sex but like it it leaves people feeling like they're not important Mm -hmm. like they don't matter like they're not included um, we get all these messages about like if you're heterosexual what your future is supposed to look like like what did you guys think yeah. your future was supposed to look like yeah. when you were a gay kid i had no like, idea like of, i didn't either girl certainly not this <laughs> no, yeah <laughs> i never thought I, <laughs> but you're that's so right i honestly that's something i've never thought about i like when you're younger and you know you're gay and you don't know what your future is gonna look like you literally have no idea you you have yeah. these like i just thought i'd be single forever yeah single forever maybe or like i don't even know i don't like because i just didn't have a good example every gay person that you i saw was um the relative that my all my family hates yeah and also the ellen shit i see on tv show and ellen yeah Yeah. like (laughs) fucking will and grace like i don't know and i was like i'm not i watched will and grace last night like the old one yeah i really like the new ones I, I, think I, I only watched the, the first. Couple. I haven't seen like the I old ones. Are it. I also watched a very problematic episode of the Golden Girls, but that's her different episode. Well, I love the Golden. Me Girls. Me too. And then this episode, I was like, "This is weird." But anyway, so it you know I think that um, I think that that has a lot to do with it. Is that like gay people are not being included and then they're like it just feels as though like you're continuing to be excluded and then you're not being given like the information that you need and like. With with gay people having higher rates, like they need that information. Yeah. Like gay people need to know from a young age how to have 
safe sex. Yeah. Whether that is going on prep, whether whether that's using condoms, whether that is understanding like undetectable equals untransmittable. Mm-hmm. Like these things need to be taught. I think even being told to ask questions when you're about mm-hmm. to have sex with someone. Yeah. Like being like making that the norm to be like, have you been tested? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How do you, how do you communicate about yeah. it? How do you, a lot of the work that I do um, at the research organization, we ha- we do like a, um, online intervention that is three or four sessions where we just like do Skype with young people across the United States, like young gay kids, mm-hmm. um, as young as like 15. Um, and you know, you ask them like, how do you meet people? They're like grinder. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even if they're under 18, they're like on these apps, whatever, yeah. but it's like, okay, so how do you like talk to people about, testing or stis okay you don't or like they don't look like they have anything because kids 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 can lie and say they're not yeah they're over 18 yeah or they're like oh i just assumed that they would tell me if they did um or a lot of times people don't know and especially at that age you're like so naive and like not jaded yet that you believe people and how much did you want to be accepted exactly when you like if you're a young kid in middle america and only know straight people and then someone is giving you attention if you're having the thought of like if i ask them about stis they're not going to want to have sex with me like you're you're going to fear that rejection and that rejection is going like that fear of rejection is going yeah. to like lead you to not ask questions and i think that even as adults a lot of gay yeah. people carry around with them like re- um rejection mm-hmm. yeah it, it's in research terms it's considered like rejection sensitivity um and it's people that respond very more sensitively to being rejected and like oh yeah like that's a big fear i mean gay yeah. people get rejected all the time like and you start getting rejected from such a young age Mm -hmm. and then it's just right in sex education as well it's like another form of rejection another way of saying like you don't matter and i mean i think that other people's argument is probably like well i don't want my straight kid to hear about gay sex well then why does your fucking gay kid have to hear about straight sex like it's all important that we know all of it it's gross for all of us. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything. I mean, I think the fear is that like if they if these places discuss gay sex as though it's like normal, um, that more people are going to do it. And th- the context of that is like, and if more people do it, that's bad because being gay is bad. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the, or not the context. That's the subtext yeah, yeah. of it is like we don't want to teach them about it because we don't want more gay people. We don't want you. Gay people are coming no matter what you do. Yeah. There's nothing you can Coming do about it. Coming all over everything. Coming all over everything. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a listener question about um, this guy who is dating a daddy. But you were you were saying that you have some, like, I was talking to you as we were preparing for this episode. And apparently young men, young gay men and older gay men prepare for sex in a different way. Did I word that incorrectly? Uh, no, it's interesting because uh, when, when we... Uh, when I was texting with your producer about it, um, I was talking about for my dissertation how I examined how young uh, young men versus older men um, look at their perceived risk for HIV differently, which oh. leads to uptake of PrEP. Okay, that was a straight man flaw there. Yeah, I said PrEP, and he probably thought that he I probably meant thought you meant preparation. Prep. Okay, oh, well, yeah. this uh, is what. I was just going to say our producer is a straight man yeah. to clear things up. That makes sense. 
See, that's why they all have to be educated. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. They <laughs> need if to you would have had inclusive sex education, <laughs> he would have known. He oh, would have known. That's something too. Like in in my class, like students don't know what prep is. There you go. Mm. A like, lot of people don't know what prep is. Neither do the yeah. straight people, apparently, in this office. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Still love you. But what were you telling our podcast producer then? <laughs> I was like, oh, what yeah. do you mean we prepare for sex differently? I was kind of, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know we did. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do we like, does like older men stretch beforehand? Or? <laughs> They're like, oh, a young one's coming over. Yeah. Um, so um if if someone is going to go on prep there are two things that generally generally lead to it i mean in terms of all health behaviors and that is like um perceiving yourself as someone that it would be good for and um having intentions to do it so that's pretty much like medical behavior in general you have to be like if you were going to have high blood pressure you'd have to perceive yourself as someone that had high blood pressure to go talk to your doctor about high blood pressure so similarly you would have to perceive yourself as someone who is at risk for hiv to go talk to your doctor about going on prep because why else would you talk to him about it if you don't think there's any chance you could get hiv so for my dissertation i wanted to examine um differences in affective and cognitive processing for risk perception Mm -hmm. so um theoretically what that means is like when when we respond to things we generally respond to them both affectively and cognitively but what what i sort of mean is like you sometimes have a gut reaction that's more of like a feeling or an emotion and that leads your response so like if you're really annoyed with someone you might like lash out at them whereas a cognitive response when you're really annoyed with someone might be like taking a moment thinking about why you're annoyed and then not yelling at them so when we are younger theoretically we utilize more um affective processing okay and when we're older we utilize we utilize more cognitive processing similarly like when you're, you're younger you make a lot of choices and think like what are other people going to think of me if i do this whereas when you're older your choices are more so like how am I going to feel if I do this? How is this going to hurt me or mm. benefit me? So we just have changes in how we like come, like how we make decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people would kind of put this in line with like, oh, you're growing up. You're turning into an adult. Um, so I was curious because prep is now available for anyone. Um, I think you have to be, I think you're supposed to be 13 or something or, um, or you have to weigh 75 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I'm, I'm going to have to gain weight. Um, <laughs> That the seventy six is my goal weight. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I wanted to know if people who are younger are still using more like cognitive processing when thinking about prep and HIV, um, and if that would stop them from um, perceiving themselves as someone who's at risk for HIV. Okay. So like a lot of the interventions that we have to get people on prep now is like, okay, so to meet this criteria, like, have you had sex with someone in the last few months that, you know, you didn't use a condom and you didn't know their HIV status? You did? Okay, here's prep for you. And like most adults will be like, oh, well, this makes sense. I am engaging in risk. Whereas younger people I was hypothesizing would be like, oh, but I don't feel like I'm going to. The same way that younger people can be like, I don't think he looks like he has HIV. Yeah. Oh, so it's more like feeling based as opposed to thought based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you I, think, okay, this is yeah. like a, a, I don't know, I guess more, not scientifically based. Do you think that there, there is like when you feel like you're sick, you can feel it even if there's no presenting symptoms? Is there like a guttural thing about that? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like I could have something, but I'm not having any symptoms. You, you guys know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but I think you're just thinking of maybe like guilt from having unprotected sex. Okay, that's probably what it is. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because I've done that before, and then I and then I had to get a shot. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, I knew it. <laughs> I have premonitions. Well, I I mean, I also think that we're proud. Like some people are probably in tunes with in tune with their body than other people. Uh-huh. Like I can tell when like a flu is coming. Yeah, like a couple days beforehand, I'm like, fuck, I think I'm getting sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, what I actually found was that um, cognitive processing among people between 16 and 24 was not associated at all with viewing themselves as a prep candidate and affective processing was. Wow. So even um, in that older age, there's a strong association between affect and perception of self being at risk for HIV. And I think a lot of that is driven by like HIV stigma. I think that a lot of people see posters and signs and advertisements for prep and think HIV and respond to HIV mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. Yeah, I get that. So th- it, they need a marketing. They need, they need, need they to need figure out a, marketing. They need to figure out a way to market this fucking pill better. Just being like, if you have sex, you should probably take it. If you have unprotected sex, you should take it. See, but even that is cognitive. Because really? That, because that's asking you to evaluate your own behavior. So what what how, what's what would you think is the best way to make so, people take it? Right. So that so that was the first model that I ran. The second one had to do with prep stigma and benefits of prep. And I found that people who view more benefits to using prep um, have a higher chance of intentions to begin prep. And people who have more prep stigma have fewer intentions of beginning prep. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that says to me is that instead of spending time with a client and focusing on like, this is the behavior you're at risk. What you should actually do is talk with them about like, these are the benefits of prep. What do you think about these benefits of prep? Are there other things that you think would be beneficial about it? What do you think wouldn't be great about it? And then also talking about like how other people view it and trying to alter sort of like their their relationship with how they think other people view it. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to saying like, this is the behavior you engage in, you're at risk. I mean, how many of us when we were younger, like your parents would tell you something and it would go in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how many times have I been told that I have to floss every single day and I still have to like fucking force myself? Oh, yeah. I don't even do it. I've come, the the conclu- I, I've come to the conclusion as an adult that I'm not flossing. I just get my teeth cleaned. I hate the dentist. I love the. Di- I love going to the dentist. I had a root canal last year. Oh, no. I did too. And it was terrifying. It was the most pain I've ever been in leading up to that root canal. I love the smell of a dentist's office. That's fucking insane. I walk in and I'm like, the smell of them cauterizing mm. my tooth from the inside will haunt my memories forever. How many appointments did you have? Um, Three. I had like, it was the worst pain ever. I thought I was going to die and I had to... Uh, call I like called an emergency overnight place and she was like just so you know it's $500 for me to call the dentist and I was like okay I'll just die here You're, I'll uh, just pull this and out and I found like the cheapest place I could in Queens mm. and he was great as it turned out but probably shouldn't have been doing it in the office that it was but you know what he fixed it but I think yeah. I have another one coming so. I went to the NYU dental school and it I was, it was have had it bad experiences great. there. It was phenomenal. I'll give you the guy's information that I went to. If you when need I one, went, I, he was great. I waited like all day. They looked and she's like, okay, you need this. Come back in a month. And I was like, I'm dying. 
I yeah. just, way. you know, I just love fingers in my mouth. Okay. Actually, there was a point because he make was sure there's no hot. poop on it. The dentist <laughs> was kind of hot, and he like had to like put his finger in my mouth and hold the tooth for a solid two minutes. And he was like, "All right, this is just gonna be like two minutes." And how he was sitting, my head was like in his lap, and I was like, "This would be like." what it was like if we were dating <laughs> <laughs> you're is it okay if i touch myself i would two minutes right <laughs> two? I, can do two? This. I got it all right should we do our listener question yeah we got it chris you can read it okay hey loves today i'm here to ask a question on a lot of boys minds is it okay to date daddies hear me out there are so many pros brian would know Bitch. lol he would this new daddy i've met is smart handsome fit funny has a sick job etc he hits every box so well, but I just can't help feeling self-conscious being in public with him or introducing him to my friends and possibly family. I don't want people to think I'm using him because I'm not. And on paper, everything says that we should date. And he seems very into the idea. We have a 25 year age gap. Ooh. That's a lot. Is that he, too much? No. I'm mature for my age, which is why he puts up with me. And it's not like he'll go date someone his own age. If I leave, he'll just find someone my age who's down because I'm. Because if it's me, there's someone who is. Got yes. it. Thoughts, love you, miss you. So this kid, this guy, I say kid, he's 21. 25 year age difference. Okay, if if you are 21 and dating a 46 year old and that 46 year old is saying, oh, you're really mature for your age, they're a fucking dirtbag. Something's like, wrong. Yeah. Like, I am not someone that thinks that like there are huge, like I, age is just a number, but I mean, I don't, mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, if you and him are at the same place in your life, then he's fucked up and he because he at when you are 46 you should be at a different place in your life than someone who's 21 well, the difference between because you're so brian and his boyfriend we've talked we have about an age difference when you're 21 there's a, I think yes a big difference between 21 and like 26 25. brian's like this is actually my question this is, yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah i th- i'm 21 fuck you you wish wait what is the age difference between you and your boyfriend 19 mm. years but so he's 64 yes <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <you>. yes <laughs> no uh, he's he's, <laughs> That's he's so good. 45 but brian's <laughs> boyfriend seems much younger and i think brian well, he looks very young but yeah. that's not the thing I mean, so maybe I shouldn't even answer this question. Maybe I'm in a, in a weird pace. But well, I think you and this man have the same type. No, no. Right? Okay, so here's my thing. I'm a much different person now than I was when I was 21. Same. Thank God. And you should be. I mean, there, I am too. Like, you should be a different person when there you're is younger. a big difference. I feel like there's a big difference between, you know, as there is 16 and 21 and 21 and 26 or whatever it is 27 or 28 you know like there's a lot of formative years like even like physically inside like your frontal lobe isn't fully developed until you're 25 right is that right yeah okay well there you go <laughs> doctor that's science two doctors we have two doctors here. here i'm call me doctor oh Smith. my god brian this isn't about you we get it <laughs> you're you have a good relationship yeah. humble brag number okay. two <laughs> So, and what? he has a great dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, better than Thank Colin Farrell. Well, you know what? It's in writing, <laughs> well, or whatever this is—a podcast, spoken word. I I do think that twenty-one is very young, and like, so he. One thing that really jumps out to me about this, I I'm just taking over. Um, is no, that he says here. like, uh, he'll just go date someone else. Uh. If if I leave, 
Yeah, if you or, feel that there's Yeah, he'll some just find more. someone my age. So like what you want to stay with him because if you leave he'll find someone else? Like, yeah, you're right, he will, just like you will find some yeah. someone else. Like people go through breakups, they find other people to date. Like that is a very Im- to me, that is a very immature way to look at it. Like because someone might be with someone else is not a reason to fucking stay with them. Well, like also Yeah. I feel like the fact that you have to ask, you don't, you know like what I mean? Like you feel like there's something going on here. That's not right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because for example, in my situation, in my situation, in my relationship, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a situation. Um, I don't, didn't think about it. Really. I don't think about it. It's other people who do think about it. Like I know like some close people close to me when after an, uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for like six months. They're like, I mean, I really love him. He's great, but like, he's a little old, a little old for you. He's a little older. And I'm like, honestly, like, like, how do you feel about it? I'm like, honestly, I don't think about it. I, I don't it, like literally, I don't think about it until like a funny joke happens or like just for example, the other day we were looking at uh, like a YouTube video in the advertisement, like asked how old you were and it gave you a bunch of age ranges <laughs> and he, skip he, ad bitch. He was, he was, and his was, um, it was like, it was like, you know, 18 to whatever, 36 to 44. And then it was 45 plus. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and he was like, I'm 45 plus. <laughs> Anyways, I don't think about it. And it's just funny. <laughs> I say uh, no matter what we say you're gonna keep banging this guy it's probably not gonna work out and that's gonna be the tea so I mean right. I mean, I think that's 100% accurate yeah. too like you're 21 you can just now go to bars like you're gonna be wanting some other dick mm-hmm. real soon yeah. like yeah when I was 21 I was dating a 28 year old and now that I'm not even 28 I couldn't really fathom dating a 21 year old only because they're in a different place. Yeah. When I turn 21, I'll let you know. Also, like, I don't know. You're self-conscious in public. Uh, you're concerned about introducing him to friends and, like, p- possibly family. So he's he's worried about introducing like, him to friends, but he's even more worried about even the prospect of, it, of introducing him to family. That's not yeah. good. I would just have sex with them if you want to. It's consensual. You're both adults. But if, you know, just... Be war. Be careful. You know, just fucking own it too. If you want to date this guy and he's older, just like own that you want to date this guy and he's older. Like, yeah. fuck it if your family has an issue with it, or like if your friends have an issue with it, or if someone that you walk by on the street has an issue with it. Like, people are gonna have issues with you being gay. Yeah. You know, I mean, people get looked at on the street for things all the time. People get looked at for being a different ethnicity, a different race, for being having one body type or another body type. Like, yeah. People are probably going to look at you. If you're with someone older, you're with someone older. Like enjoy yourself and have fun. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Live your life. If you're already, if you're already out, you've done the hard work. Yeah. Live and let live for yourself. But also you should not be at the same (laughs) stage of life as this guy. And Mm -hmm. if you are like, I think that, I mean, I think that's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Well on that note. Yeah. Yeah. On that note. On that note. Where can we find you? Thomas. 
You can find me on Instagram, uh, Thomas Whitfield84. Um, I actually just partnered with this awesome sex toy company called Beyond Delights. Um, Humble brag number three we have going here. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're actually this really like young couple in California, and they are making um, or they are selling uh, body safe sex toys. So, like, one thing that people don't think about when they get into sex toys are like that some of them can be porous and actually collect bacteria. And then if you're using a sex toy like the small tears that i talked no about you more can get the wood bacteria dildos. in them <laughs> yeah actually there are wood dildos that are fine they have to have like polyurethane and polyurethane like, whatever. up there i don't, I don't know so, if, I, it's not polyurethane it's something else um but all of the products that they sell are like body safe which is great and i'm gonna be giving out some sex <gasps> toys on my instagram coming wow. out yeah the first thing i'm giving out is a set of butt plugs <gasps> that retails for can like i get one <laughs> just, just one of them uh just the weighted one uh but it's like a set of different size butt plugs and um, they retail for like 150 or $200. Wow. So that is going to be in a few weeks. So where can they find your Instagram to get those yeah so if butt you plugs. yeah so if you <laughs> so you can get my butt plugs at uh so if you follow thomas whitfield 84 i'm going mm-hmm. to be posting about it coming up like in my story and then you'll be coming up yeah and then i'm doing a video about it i have a youtube series called shit they won't tell you in sex ed where i teach a lot of the stuff that i do wow. in my sex ed class and you can find that at sex ed by yeah and you can see his new haircut and you yeah. can see my new haircut yeah and my only fans but no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> doctor slash only fans account i'm sure that exists oh 100 well, well, i hope so and i, I mean come back it. to us in a year we'll see where you're at <laughs> uh, and you can find us at everyone's gay on instagram uh-huh or you can email us your questions at gay at betches.com everyone usually dms us yeah, but you can dm us if you want but remember, if you screenshot you listening to this podcast, we'll give you 10% off an Everyone's Gay t-shirt. And that's yes, pretty dope. bitch. It's almost Ooh. June. Almost yeah. Pride. It's almost Pride. You, you gotta can cut cool. the sleeves off. Yeah. You can Don't crop destroy it. our yeah, shirts, crop but do what you want. Crop top it. I might crop top it, depending on how <laughs> of course I'm you feeling about myself. Fair, yes. Thank you. Just kidding. Crop it, bitch. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Betches.